Welcome back to episode 54 of the Last Row Podcast. My name is Drew, and as always, my friend and my co-host and my life partner across the room, Mr. Bowie. What's going on, Bowie? I'm not always going to be here, Drew. <laughs> I hope you're always you know, around. With always, like, you know, eventually you're going to have to replace me, right? As, as mostly yeah. <laughs> across the room. <laughs> What's going on, man? I'm glad you live close to Last Row Studios here, so yeah, you know, it's easier to get together here. It is, but, you know, I actually played Hurt today. You know, you're playing I'm, hurt. I'm on the injured list, playing hurt. Is are you on back. The 15-day DL? Yeah, 15-day DL, but I'm playing, you know. Was it IR designated a return? As, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. What's what's your injury situation here? Got a, got a bad back, so uh, that meant I got to take off work yesterday, actually, you know, <laughs> coinciding with the release of Resident Evil 7, so, so I got a lot, of, a lot of couch time, right? a lot you're of couch re- time Recovering yesterday. on the back. I, yeah. How's your, like, uh, how's your nerves? Has that game got you out of your skin? A little on edge, you know, kind of nervous to walk home. What's the know? hot take review? So oh, far. So far, after like three hours of gameplay, it's like, you know, 9.9 out of 10. Top notch? Top notch. Top notch. You playing in VR or no? No, I wish. Actually, I don't wish. So anyway, this is The Last Row Podcast. I'm sure you know by now. Our website's thelastrowpodcast.com. Our Twitter is at thelastrowpod. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thelastrowpod. Give us a shout out on iTunes, please. Leave a five-star review if you're enjoying the show. Google Music. L- listen, people. Instagram. I'm not liking the slowing down of the iTunes reviews. We got a split to do, all right? And, I, and I'm even hurt that I'll do the split if I have to. And you know, it's kind of funny because JCVD, JCVJ is coming out yeah. relatively soon. It would be nice to coincide yeah. with John Club and Johnson. You know, Kickboxer already came out, all right? Listen, people. I watched Kickboxer Vengeance, yeah. by the way. The, the goal is 50. We get 50 iTunes re- reviews. We do the split on, on air. On, on so Instagram, on air. If you really want that to happen, people, get Get peep, get we your have, friend, get your mother to write us a review. Even if she have, doesn't listen to the show, just get us to 50. We have 43 you know? right now. It shows about, 42, but we're we all got, about setting set exceeded goals here, people. And, and I will say this if you're looking to help the show out, tell your friends about the show. If they like movies, you know, we've got a lot of really great listeners. Let everybody know about the show. We really appreciate it. We've got a ton of iTunes reviews. So thank you, everybody that's taken the time. We're so close to that split. If you want to see Bowie and I tear our groins on Boomerang <laughs> over and over <laughs> in forwards and reverse. Then, then, you know, leave us an iTunes review. Consider letting your uh, friends leave us an iTunes review. Just tell us what you like about the show. And, um, you know, like I said, we read them on air. Thank you to everybody that's done so, so far. So what's going on, Bowie? What are we doing today? So this is episode 54. I guess it's kind of an on-demand episode. We're going to preview the 2017 upcoming movie releases. The movie Slate. Slate. We're going to run down our top six because, you know, I thought there were six worthy of me going to theater to see out of the hundreds of movies that are coming out this year. I hope we're not tired. I hope people aren't tired of top six lists right now. Usually well, it's a top five. Nobody so. does a top six. Yeah. So, you know. We should have made it seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about what about nine? <laughs> top nine. What about 14? Where do you stop? And then we'll finish off with a special plot fiction Oscar addiction where we're going to test to see how well Drew really knows the best movies of the year. I'm going to guess not very well. See, father, fatherhood has not been kind to my yeah. time and schedule here, so I've I really don't know many. I don't think he really knows what La La Land is about. <laughs> I don't. And I, we're going to test that theory later on. I just know there's singing and dancing and uh, some hot action of Ryan Gosling looking hot. He's hotter than Emma Stone as a heterosexual yeah. male. I can say that absolutely. Right? I agree with that. He's I hotter mean, than her. It's it. This yeah. is why I watch movies with Zac Efron <laughs> in it. You know what I mean? He's my boy. What can I say? It's, again, it's it's all about goals. You That's gotta, what I mean. You gotta have goals. You gotta. If your goal you gotta, is to have abs like a like a what, <laughs> Efron. Efron. Zephron. See, I got you know 
Got discombobulated thinking, thinking about, about it. You're thinking about Ryan Reynolds, I almost said here. That's another beautiful Jeez, man. You just you got abs on the brain, man. I got abs on the abs brain, on the man. Brain. Abs of steel. All right, homoeroticism aside, <laughs> Drew, why don't you uh, jump us right off? Get us a real... Please tell me number six is gonna, Baywatch. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, you know how hard it was for you to not put Baywatch on my list? You've yeah. got The Rock. Yeah. Everybody, everybody knows I love The Rock. And you got Zac Efron. But yeah, you love rock hard abs. Yeah, I rock hard abs. Fortunately for you, Baywatch is not on my list, so you don't have to hear me talk about that and get yeah. sweaty over here. What you do have to hear me about, talk about is a very good older-looking man who yes. has abs of his own. <laughs> Somebody by the name of Huge Ackman. See, I, I knew you were going comic books, man. Like, I, I could just... Come on. See, and I tried not to, be dude, But th- before we jump into the list, why don't you tell people, what did you say to me? It has to make your list if it's something that I'm willing to go see in the theater. If, like, if I can only watch six, yeah. which are the six I'm going to go It'll watch? Plunk down your hard-earned $11. All right. So my six is Logan. It comes yeah. out on Friday, March 3rd. I, the reason why I'm excited for this, right, is I got kind of got tired of the Wolverine movies. I really did. I'll be the first. I know you're you're like superhero, like flatlined. <laughs> yeah. You're not even fatigued. You're flatlined. Yeah, it's over. And we've talked about this many times. <laughs> but this particular movie looks pretty awesome. It's rated R. It's going to be really, really good. Ooh. It's a different take on things. Deadpool started off with the the whole rated R superhero movie thing. I'm a huge fan of Hugh Jackman. He's a great actor. There's some other good guys in here. Patrick Stewart, a.k.a. Oh, Patrick Catherine Stewart. Picard is in this. It looks like a really fresh take on it. It's not in the continuity of the other X-Men movies is what they're saying. It just looks like a really, really cool movie. Something different. I'm really excited for it. So what do you think? The last time someone advertised a movie that's rated R and it's going to be really cool when previously their movies were PG-13 was M. Night Shyamalan and the movie was The Happening. Yeah. And so the, let's not pump the R know, rating as the reason to watch this movie. No, it's it, all I'm saying is they're not going to pull any punches in this. You, you might get happened. All right, if, if it was PG-13, I'd still watch it. Now, yeah. the question is, are you going? Are you in? Well, I got to be honest. So we made this list. I, we have honorable mentions. And there are two superhero movies on my honorable mentions, and yes, Logan is one of them. All right, so you're in. You're I'll coming. In. I'm kind of in. All right, I'll, I'll meet you halfway. I'll, I'm give kind you of the, in. I'll give you the 650 yeah. to make it. I, I may not see it in the theater, but I will definitely, like, I'm curious to check it out, okay. you know, on demand or whatever. All right, that's so, my I'm six. I'm with you. I'm with you. What's your six? Number six. Baywatch. Yes. <laughs> see, I couldn't do it. You had to do it for me. I actually did it for you. you because, had to do like, it for I knew, me. man, because, like, I'm going to take you with me. We're going to go see Baywatch. I almost so put that do. as my number one. Yeah. So it's The Rock, man. It's The Rock, first and foremost. Uh, the Rock, in a comedic way, is The Rock to go. Like, I know he's a badass and this and that, but do you remember that uh, weightlifting movie? Yes. Pain uh, Again. Pain, Pain Again. Great movie. The Rock was so good at that. He played, like, a lovable, like, dumbass, right? Yeah. yeah. Totally dumb. Did, couldn't figure it out. This is the role I want to see The Rock. And this is the same type of... He's playing a dumb jock. And Ad Efron, who's kind of delightful in everything he's in. I love Zac right? Efron, man. He, Come on he, now. He just is. Come Alexander on. Alexander D'Addario. Oh, we, know, we know why you're going for that one. I mean, we got, you got Kate Upton to, you know... To, kind of forgot she's To fill out the, uh, the cast. Yeah. Fill out the cast. Yeah, and, I mean, it's great cast. And if you see the previews for it, we should link to it. I mean, this it, it's a it movie knows it's dumb and it's like it's taking advantage of it. It's, we'll, we'll do that on the site. Let's link to yeah. the trailers for all our movies like sure. we did with some of the other ones. But what's your history with Baywatch? Just in general, the show. Uh, almost zero. I never really watched it when I was growing up. I used to watch it, yeah. man, on USA. <laughs> the USA Network. For the story. Not even for the <laughs> chicks, man. It was for the story. Like, I got to find out how they're going to save those yeah, boaters man. out on the, on sure. the rocks. See, I was a fan of, remember the show Son of the Beach? Yes. <laughs> that was also on USA. It was like Great. a parody of Baywatch. I forgot right? about that show. I forgot about <laughs> that, that show. That show was awesome. 
Yeah, see, see, I like Baywatch. Honestly, it's one of those stupid movies. I remember coming home from school and just throwing it on, like while I was just hanging out. Like yeah. it was on while like, it was always on. I don't know why. It's just, I don't it was know. It's like I dinner guess, time too, yeah. right? My uh, my uh, my uh, hormones didn't really, I guess, kick in back then. I wasn't really, I didn't care much for I mean, for the show. You got Yasmin Bleeth. Yeah, you got- I think I think Hasselhoff's chest hair kind of turned me the other way, <laughs> yeah, where I was like, no, I don't want to deal. He with was this. stuck in like the Burt Reynolds like phase <laughs> yeah, where was. really uh, like body hair was disappearing. It was over, and he was keeping it going. He really kept he it going. Kept the party going a while. No, but I, I actually like that show, and I very very difficultly did not put that number one yeah. on my list. Yeah, so yeah, I put it not for nostalgic purposes because I have no history with the show. I just think it looks funny. It's just, it's, it's self-deprecating. It seems like it's, it, it knows what it's doing, winking at itself. It reminds me a lot of 21 like, Jump Street, that exactly, kind of style. Exactly. And like I love Jump those. Yeah. I thought those were great. Yeah. Like, it just, it, it, it seems like a, a fun movie. It's sure. the perfect thing that I'd love to watch in the summer. It just looks like a great yeah. movie. Number five, you. All right. So my number five is, uh, maybe it should have been higher on the list. I don't know. It's definitely not on your list. Star Wars episode. They're making another one of those? Yeah. Um, Jeez. This one comes out Christmas time, so I don't know if you're going to be joining me in the theater. It's barely 2017. Yeah, I mean, this is the... So they're basically making one at least per year now, so it's... Jesus. You're going to be really happy with that. (laughs) Did we tell the story on the show about when we saw, you know, Revenge of the Sith, episode three? I'm pretty sure we, we have where, you know, I got like a sneak preview midnight that way, showing and i fell asleep that way there. had like a, yeah. a one week yeah. one week anticipated viewing of probably the most anticipated movie of all time up until yeah. that point and i look over to my left and he's snoring away sleeping next to me took up took up a seat that i didn't pay for where someone would have killed to be in i could have sold that seat for thousands that <laughs> way thousands that's how much of a friend you are to Snooze me. through it you know <laughs> what, what were they doing i could i could follow I, but i am excited to see this it's a continuation of the one from 2 years ago um last christmas not this past christmas but basically they're doing the way that it's working is they have a main episode 8 episode 9 episode 10 every yeah. other year and in between then they're going to have these other I don't know what story, they're calling them. They're like story or other rogue one. Yeah. It's like universe expanding universe type stuff, but I'm excited for this one. Excited to see where it goes. I won't bore you too much by continuing Look, to talk about it, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to dock it because like, I'm glad that something could give someone so much pleasure. Whereas so many people get, get pleasure from star Wars. Oh, there's a lot of people pleasuring themselves yes. oh, yeah. this, over this movie. <laughs> a lot of fanfic going on around. There's there. a lot of, uh, yeah. there's a lot of fictional, <laughs> erotic stories yeah. about this movie especially right now. now that there's a female lead character yes. you know there's a lot of opportunities yeah equal opportunity but, but, you know. let's get real for a second real quick before we move on all right is there an, ever a possible chance for star wars fatigue if they're making one a year yes 100 is there a chance of this it, happening? it definitely it definitely is it's just yeah. like the the marvel universe yeah. where in the dc universe is establishing themselves right yeah people are already kind of tired of dc because it's like oh marvel's been doing this for years and the hardcore fans are always going to love it but I think the general movie-going population, definitely, because there's no end in sight. Sure. It's not like exactly. Harry Potter where, oh, the books are over. I feel like a, a large uh, lore of these movies were like the anticipation. Yes. It's like, oh, man, there's a Star Wars coming out in three years. Can't wait. But now it's like every year. Like well, every Christmas, you're getting a new Star Wars. See, and I think about that when I think about, like, you know, kids, right? So your nephew was a big Star Wars fan for a yeah. little while there, right? Sure. So, you know, us as kids, like, I saw the movie, and it was back in, like, the 70s and, and basically 1977, right? Yeah. And I saw this in the nineties when I was a kid and it's like, you know, for 20, 20 plus years, nothing had come out the anticipation of that. And then when the prequels came out, I know people were disappointed, but it's something that it was going on. And it's like, you had that anticipation. You nailed it right now with these, it's like every year it's still exciting, but it does, 
maybe this is controversial, but I think it does cheapen it a little bit. It kind of does. does. Eventually, you know, by episode 15, it's exactly, it's going to be a yeah. little cheap. So in, in 2019, I, I'm going to doubt that you are going to be that excited for Star Wars episode 10 or whatever the hell's coming up. Yeah. And uh, nothing, it's just, I feel like, you know, the story's going to be told. You know, it's like, all right, another I enjoy one, what it. are going to do? I'm not a Star Wars nut. I'll be the first to admit it. Yeah, I do nut, like you're it. you're a fan of the series. I am sure. a big yeah. fan. So anyway, what's your next one? Number five. We're going to go with an upset here, The Mummy. This is the Tom Cruise one. Tom Cruise, The Mummy. No Brendan Fraser. R.I.P. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, he's gone. Isn't that right? the, the internet dead. meme of bringing him back, right? <laughs> he's dead. He's right? dead, Batman. He's dead to me. He's dead. The Mummy is just, it looks, the, the preview just blew me away. All right. So we got the prince, uh, the Egyptian prince, Prince Emotep. <laughs> Emotep. You know? Emotep. Not to be confused with the emo core band called Emotep. <laughs> Emotep. Emotep. You know. I know Dave knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, Dave knows. It just, the, the, the effects blow me away, and I'm just going to put all my faith in Tom Cruise to deliver, because when does Tom Cruise movie. not deliver? Never. He doesn't. He always delivers. I challenge you to look at his IMDb yeah. list and tell me a bad movie on that list. doesn't exist. I, mean, I have no idea what the plot is. I don't care. Just, I'm going to point you to the trailer. Watch the trailer. Be blown away. If there ever was a trailer that sold me on a movie, it's this movie, The Mummy 2017. It's on my list, number five, end of discussion. So when you saw that coming out, did you know what it was going to be? Because I kind of thought, I kind of forgot that the Brendan Fraser movies existed. Yeah. And it was like, oh, the remaking The Mummy, you know, the old one from like the, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like movie that. Monster Mummy. And they yeah. said, oh, they're trying to make an MGM monster movie universe like the superhero universes. And I'm like, yeah. really? So Frankenstein's going to exist in the Mummy universe with the creature from the Black Lagoon? Like, do we really need another one of those? Yeah. Yeah, that trailer no. sold me, man. Looks awesome. Yeah, no, uh, I I immediately thought of the Brendan Fraser movies, and I immediately was like, nope, not gonna watch this. Sorry, but that's before I learned about Tom Cruise and before I saw the preview. Yeah. See the preview, it'll blow your mind. And I'm not just it's, it's it's I'm not overstating it. Awesome freaking preview. Now the movie could suck, and I might be I might be duped. It's bamboozled. gonna be entertaining. Come on, but it looks fantastic. Be real. It's gonna be good. On I'm, some level, it's gonna be at least a, a, a B. Not since Medellin. Have I been blown away by a trailer like this? All right. So was it the doves that did it for yeah, you? Yeah. So the goal. I can't wait. Pretty exciting. <laughs> Hopefully Billy Waller isn't directing this. <laughs> We're in an entourage mood right now. Yeah. So um yeah, okay. So then uh, I'll give you my number four. Oh, number my number four is a movie, a little old movie by the name of Dunkirk. <laughs> Do you know about Dunkirk that way? I didn't know about Dunkirk until you like we did the pre-notes. I'm like, what the hell's Dunkirk? Do you know about um there's this it's like kind of an indie director? A little director. His name his name is Chris Nolan. Listen, all you Chris Nolan fanboys, <laughs> get kiss out of my here. ass. Get out of here. I'm not, I'm not gonna heal off. No, I'm just kidding. Get out of He's here a great director. That. He's amazing. I forgot this movie existed, and then you reminded me. I'm like, oh yeah, that is going to be awesome. It's going to yeah. be amazing. I don't know if you've seen the trailer. I, I will. It's, it's they're like in the boat, basically. Yeah, I just forgot about it. Yeah, it Go looks on. incredible, man. I can't wait for this movie. I honestly, I don't really know too much about it. I know it's more on the. So whenever we see you know World War II movies in the U.S., it's always about like the D-Day invasion, but it's always from the American side of things. So it's going to be interesting, honestly, for us as Americans to see it from the British side of things. We don't usually see that side. I'm pretty excited. Christopher Nolan is amazing director. I pretty much love every single movie he's done. I, I'm really pumped for this one. He could fart in a film canister, <laughs> and you and our friend Julio, and we know would, it would, would be. It would just adjust. I mean, it. that's a Rotten Tomatoes yeah. 100. Yeah. percent It's like how it's, artistic. It's, it's gonna be great. It that is, it is. That fart was very, very amazing. Hard to follow up Interstellar though. Yeah. Very hard to follow. See, that was fantastic. I, I don't want to go on a, on a Nolan on a Nolan tangent here, but let me uh. say something for a second. 
Interstellar gets a little too much hate. Who hates Interstellar? People hate it. People Ooh. people bash it on the internet. They're like, oh, it wasn't that good. Get out of here. Movie, movie's amazing. You tell me his name, but I'll go get him. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I just see I see people speak yeah. about it. It's like, I don't know what they're disappointed by. It was well, a great movie. Well, they're wrong. All right. They're wrong. All right. I, I'm with you. Number four, sequel time. John Vick 2. All right. That's on my list, too. Jonathan Wickedowski 2. <laughs> Colon. Even wickier. Even wickier. <laughs> I don't know. That's the worst colon I ever I made know. up in my life. I had no colon going into that. I thought it would come to me. It didn't, I'm not it even going to cut that. That's the worst colon yeah. ever. We need evidence of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, need, we need to preserve so, that. What, what do you say? John Wick 2. Kind of reasons back. Kicking more ass. Don't mess with his dog. Don't mess with his car. Killed my wife. All right. All right. <laughs> you kill my wife. Like, don't kill my dog. Don't, don't touch my dog. Don't touch my car. Honestly, dude, John Wick is... One of my favorite movies I've ever watched, and I can say that confidently. Surprise hit of 2014 or whatever year that came out, I forget. How can you How can you not root for Keanu Reeves? The Keanu Reeves revival. Oh, yeah. You know, he's a great guy. He's a nice guy. He's not really the greatest actor, but who cares? He's a great, nice guy. That movie is awesome. Yeah. It's such a good movie. Yep. The action's amazing. It's And it, that came out the same time as Equalizer. And I remember seeing those in oh, the theater. Yeah. And it was blown away by Equalizer both. Equalizer was They don't make movies like this anymore. badass. But they're yeah. making them. Yeah, this is a throwback, and I'm in the theater. I'm in there. I'll be and with it's you, coming. man. It's coming. What is it, like two weeks? February 10th. February 10th, yeah. Which I'm is there. a lot sooner than I thought. Oh, it's coming. When I saw, oh, hey, they're making this, I was like, oh, okay. I guess it's going to be here in the summer. It's going to be here next fall. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, it comes out in three here weeks. Goes. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number three. Number three, bad way. Trace. Fate. Oh, that's my three. Is it really? So let's talk about this together. Tied. Drew. Let's talk about this together. We're tied, my friend. Yes. The fate. The fate of, of the, the furious. furious. The F8 of the Furious. <laughs> did they put it in the title? Please tell me they did. F8. Yeah. No, yeah. The hashtag is like hashtag F8, which not to be confused with F8TE, which admittedly when I spelled it on my phone, that's the way I spelled it. It looks a little confusing. But see, they shouldn't even do that. They should just put F8 colon of the furious see the eight could also like be an and symbol too like you know fate fate and eight the fury is there is there a word is there a letter in furious that could be eight no not really i don't think so <laughs> not really. you could do like a like a like an uppercase r a capital r yeah kind of i <laughs> think they should do f8 colon of the furious really do a play on the Ooh, there. Uh, i like that fate, colon like of that. the furious so what do we know about this movie we know that Everybody Toretto turns heel. So, how do you feel about this? I, you know what, he does not. He, let's be serious on 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 Drew's in Drew's world. Yeah. Dominic Toretto is not why I watched this movie. <laughs> it's really The Rock. So The Rock he took so, over. So when The Rock showed up at five, you're like, I'm back because Paul Walker RIP yeah. is not here with us anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Aren't they keeping his character alive too? That's I don't like know. Are they, are they using his brother again? I, I hope not. I think they I feel said like that's that kind of cheesy. They're gonna acknowledge the guy. Uh, what's it, what's his what's his wife's name? Uh, I don't even remember. I forget her stupid name. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Dom Dom's sister. Dom's sister. Yeah. So he, she's married to Paul Walker's character, right? And uh, I think they should just have him right off to the subset and like be done with him. Well, they have a nice did. happy ending there, you know. They kind of did at the end of seven. That's what that I'm saying. They should leave thing. him there. Leave him there because yeah. it's like he unfortunately he's he's dead. So, dude, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> he's he's so dead. Or like I mean, it's kind of not really funny, but it is. No, the, the the problem is every time I say that, it's from um, it's from Louis. Remember that episode of Louis? <laughs> I'm sorry, your dad he's, is dead. He's dead. <laughs> your dad. I'm sorry, he's dead. People are not listening to this. Right yeah, now. this is like uh, sorry. Shut this show off. It's all right my now. fault. It's sorry. It's my backup on painkillers. All right, <laughs> bear with us. He's loopy over here, yeah. guys. He's so. loopy. 
So uh, anything else you have to say about Fate other than it's just a long-standing series and Kurt we're Russell's huge fans. still in it again. Uh, Kurt Russell. Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron is, is the badass. She's the, she's the bad girl. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be be straight with you, man. Charlize Theron's awesome. Oh, yeah. I loved her oh, yeah. in uh, the, the most recent uh, Prometheus movie. Loved her yeah. in that. I oh, like yeah. her in basically everything that she's in. She plays a hard ass really well. She's really awesome. Yeah. So I, I like her. I'm looking forward to seeing how they put her in there. We did a Fast and the Furious episode. I think it was 15 or something. We did um, yeah. episode 15 of The rest, Last Row. Go back and check it out. We did a, a retrospective basically before we watched Fast 7. Um, so we talked about 1 through 6 and we talked a little bit about 7. Yes. You know, we're fans of this here. We're not uh, talking about, you know, critically acclaimed movies a lot of times. We're talking about the fun ones. And yeah, that's this definitely is one, one of the, of the fun, fun ones. ones. And uh, before we move on, uh, let me ask you real quick. So... I don't, I don't like to look too much into the plot because no spoilers for Fast and Furious because like, this, this is where I, you know, this is where my bread is buttered. You gotta, you gotta watch this. Toretto, he's, so he's bad in this one, right? Is it brainwash or is it blackmail? I think it's a double cross blackmail type thing. I don't think he's actually, you know, I haven't done the research. So. It's not brainwash. So, no. so Letty was am, am, an amnesiac. Amnesiac, yeah. In six, She right? was amnesiaed. Yeah. She was amnesia. She so was amnesia. They can't use that one again. No, no, no. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's blackmail. I think yeah. she's got something on him, and I don't know. I think that's where it's going to go. But I, I'll be honest. I have not looked it up because this is like you know, this is like my Star Wars here. Yeah. I don't want to know what happens. Yeah, no, yeah, I'd rather be surprised on the theater. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go into yeah. it with open minds here. So it's you're you're up so for two. My number two is John Wick. We'll uh, we oh, can skip great. over that. We already talked about great. that. That was uh, your last one. I. I'm still so pumped for this movie, dude. I can't wait. I'm going to be, I want to be there opening weekend. Well, then it's my turn. What's your, is that, is it number two or number one now? I'm up to number two. Okay, it's number two. My number two is another sequel. Kind of love sequels. That's what they make. It. It's, uh, everything's sequel. Everything. Everything's this is sequel. the summer of sequels, I think. War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Come get me at the Planet of the Apes. That's my shit. Looks pretty awesome. Planet of the Apes is so good. It surpassed Fast and Furious on my list of things to see. Like, it's hard to do that, but it did that. I kind of wish this movie had some James Franco in it. I He's loved him in the first have, one. Gotta have a cameo. He was at least acknowledged in in uh in uh, I haven't done too previous. much, but I haven't done too much. Like, how much further is this? Because he was like dead in the last one. He was dead. Well, in he? Rise, like I guess it's like it's 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 a couple years later, and there was like a huge like uh you know ape ape movement, and they yeah. kind of like the humans were backed into a corner, so right. to speak. They were in that like city, yeah. the walled yeah. place. So this one, it's like it's like Braveheart yeah. with apes. This one's going to be. Dude, there are, there are, it's a battlefield, my friend. And Woody Harrelson is the leader of the human race. I love, I, so I love Woody Harrelson. Yeah. I love the freaking CG Caesar, in these movies. Caesar's back. Caesar's, Caesar's awesome. Caesar is still alive. Why, why did I want to call him Simeon? I don't know why, like, Simeon, I feel like, is there? He is, I don't know, he, he's, I, a, he's a Simeon. He is a Simeon. Okay, that's why. I'm like, I thought that was his name for a second. I'm like, what am I saying? No, but um, I think with this particular movie, man, it's one of these things where when you you watch these, the CG in this has has just blown me away to the point where, you know, you look back in the 90s and like when they figured, oh, hey, we could make everything with CG. They went a little overboard yeah. where they kind of lost their way with the practical effects. Sure. Yeah. This is pretty much all CG, yeah. but it's gotten to the point where I don't even think in 10 years this is going to look like crap. It no. looks so good. Well, I'll tell you why, because the first Planet of the Apes or like the, the first of the reboot of this rebooted series came out, I don't know, maybe six years ago, yeah. maybe longer. And it looks awesome. I saw it on FX not too long ago. It still looked really good. I couldn't believe it was CG at first. I was like, yeah. did they did they like use trainers and stuff? Like it was <laughs> Andy Circus, and he's yeah. amazing for mocap for all yeah. of that stuff. This looks really good, man. I can't wait to watch this one. So I don't know how long this series is gonna go on for, if this is the finale or if they plan more of these, but this battle that's going down between Caesar and Woody Harrelson, 
you got to see who wins. And I have a feeling that Woody Harrelson's going to win, and I'm not happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rooting for Caesar. So, right? yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, Woody Harrelson does seem like a total villain. Yeah. You know, but I'm afraid like they're going to let the humans win. I don't want the humans to win. All right. I want these apes. I don't know. Maybe this is the turning point because the humans kind of won last time a little bit. So maybe it's like, hey, yeah. they're just full on going to win. Everyone's dead. The apes <laughs> win. And now it's like, now then the next one. So what's this one called? War of the Planet of the Apes. Okay, so maybe, what's the next one? Triumph of the Planet of the Apes or War something? War of the Planet of the Apes. Reign. Reign of the Planet of the Apes. There were like 20 of them back in the Charlton Destiny days. I have the blu right I don't there. know all the titles, but they got, there's more they could do. I have know. the Blu-ray sitting right yeah, there. I have yeah. never even opened them. I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think they're following the same story, so who knows? Yeah. I'm excited for it. I'll be yeah. there with you. Nice. So my number one. Uburo, can you guess, Badway? Can you, can you take a gander? I know exactly what it is. Can you take a gander, Badway? Is it Justice League? Fifty Shades. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not that dark in here right now. Yeah. No, you, you, you got it. Nailed it. Justice League. Nailed and it. It's this is number one by default, just because everybody knows by now. If you've been listening to this show, I'm a huge fan of Batman. I'm a huge fan of of you know just the Justice League in general. Growing up, this was a dream of mine. So whether it's good or not, <laughs> whether it's good or not, I don't mean to laugh in the face of your dreams, but <laughs> that would just. That was just crapped on my life right now. <laughs> and it was a genuine laugh, too. That was growing up as a fan of Batman. Yeah. You, when you see the 1989 Tim Burton movie, you see, you know, the Christopher Reeve Superman movie, you say, man, it'd be pretty awesome if they had a movie together. We got that. It was a little controversial. You know, yeah. Zack Snyder directed it. I Zack liked it. Snyder. <laughs> Zack <laughs> Snyder sacked it. Um, you know, I, like I said, I still enjoyed it. Everyone that listens to this knows that. But just having everybody else in the movie, it's pretty exciting for me just as a fan of, of the Justice League. We got the Avengers. That was kind of a groundbreaking thing. So that was pretty awesome. And it kind of paved the way for this. I'm just excited to see where it goes. Will it be good? Who knows? I'll probably enjoy it on some level. Will it be as good as the Avengers movies? I don't know. I think the general audience is probably not going to believe so because people have a thing against Zack Snyder. But in general, I'm pretty excited for it. So it's my number one. It, it's what I told you. There were two movies on my on my superhero movies on my list. Yeah. You know, on my uh, honorable mentions. That is actually the second one. Okay. So at least we're on the same page as far as like, so you're like top six. Those two did make my honorable mentions. So we're okay. all on the same page as far as anticipation of these superhero movies, well, at least. And let me tell you why I'm more excited for this one versus some of the other Marvel ones. Like I have Guardians of the Galaxy, which is my favorite Marvel movie. Uh, hands down like yeah. of all of them over the Avengers over every of them that's on my honorable mention list the reason why I didn't put that on this was because I've seen it already it's a sequel yeah. so I was like I know Justice League is kind of a sequel but it's still not like, really it's, not really. it's still kind of the first of its yeah. kind for that group of heroes so sure. I'm kind of excited for it is it going to be the best movie I see all summer no Dunkirk probably will be but well, I'm just excited for this to see, to see it what if Zack Snyder blows us away <laughs> What if he blows us away? What if he pulls a Nolan and just has a masterpiece on his hands? I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like even if he did, yeah. people like it, it, he's got a perception about him. It's like there's just something about him that people are not going to love. So yeah. I feel like even if it's yeah, a great movie, it's, yeah, there's already it uh, there's already preconceived it. notions of of his uh, the directorial prowess. People are fighting on the set. We, Seagal would want to work with him. That's what that. I mean. I mean, yeah. we know Seagal would be he, telling him how to edit. He requires a director with intelligence. So. <laughs> anyway that's my number one like i said is it the best one probably not but i'm most excited for sure. it so yeah, what about cool. yours what's your number one number one um under the radar a little bit flying in under the radar alien covenant i have this on my honorable mention list great looking movie um prometheus was one of my favorite movies of the last decade right i could easily say that and i feel like 
that's the type of movie where people are talking smack. Despite the haters? Despite so the haters, it? though. So you're talking about people hating on Interstellar. This movie's got some serious heat on it. Plot holes galore, or so they say. I don't think they're paying proper attention to but it. But who cares? It's a great movie. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about plot holes in a movie where we discover an entire, like, other, like, being created us. Yeah. So it's like, goop. it's a fantasy world. I mean, plot hole my ass. I don't care. And I feel like the plot holes that were, like, talked about in this movie, they could be answered if you if you dig deep. If you go deep enough into Reddit, there's people that had far more time on their hands than I, had, I do, where they actually describe in detail, line for line, answer all the haters. So Alien Covenant, which is the next step in this movie, I don't know how far they go with the whole other human race, the whole, you know, seven foot tall, all white guy thing going on there. I don't uh, know how deep they go with that. The engineer. That. Yeah, the engineer. That's right. I couldn't think of the word. But they do... Uh, land on a planet, you know, to think it's paradise. Turns out there's, you know, those classic aliens from Scrody Weaver's days. Let me ask you this, Badway. Do you think, and we'll never know the true answer, but do you think that Ridley Scott changed course a little bit due to the backlash of Prometheus? And and let me explain what I'm saying. The Prometheus one was supposed to be, hey, the set of the same universe, you know, there's all these callbacks to the space jockey and all this stuff to the original yeah. alien, which is one of the one of the best movies ever made, I, I would say, hands sure. down. The the original alien. Yeah. People wanted it to be that, and it wasn't. Yeah. And yeah. it was never intended to be that. Right. They're waiting for it to happen. And like aside from a a closing scene in the movie, they're like, you know, that's really it. And I feel like the end was a lot of fan service, I feel, to but make up for that. I guess do you think the question that that I would ask you is do you think that they're changing course a little bit because now it seems like they are going a straight alien now. Like, do you think they would have gone a different way? Cause wasn't it supposed to be about David on the engineer's planet? That was the original talk with yeah. uh, Naomi Rapace. I don't know how to say her name. Well, hold on now. David, it is in this movie. He is, but it's different, right? Yeah, little, do you think it's different? different? I think, I think that he may have altered it a little bit based on what people want, you know, and I don't like whether you do that, but I still think it's, he's going to make a hell of a movie out of this. And oh, it's my most highly anticipated just based on how much I love Prometheus Again, I could be setting myself from disappointment. Who knows? But I, follow, I I put this into the mummy category to where expectations are really high. I could be set down, but I love Prometheus so much. I'll go all in. I'll give this one a chance. I'm pretty excited for this one. And too, also, man. what you may not know about this movie, but you will absolutely love, we got some James Franco action. Yes. James Franco is in See, this. See, I'm a fan of James Franco and everything, too. I mean, he's kind of like Zac Efron to me. I'll yeah. just <laughs> watch him in anything. Also, we got Danny McBride, <laughs> Billy Crudup. Is I, he's great too. Yeah, so. He's in a lot of stuff this summer, yeah. actually coming up. So yeah. they're gonna come back. Tell me some about your uh, honorable mentions. Now that we've gone through kind of our, uh, actually, do you want to recap your your six first? All right, so we're gonna go six Baywatch, five Bubby, four Jean Vic two, Fate at three, Fast and Furious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you didn't know, two War for the Planet of the Apes and one Alien Covenant. I'll give you my six. My six was Logan. Five is Star Wars Episode Eight. Four, Dunkirk. Three, Fate of the Furious. Two, John Wick Chapter Two. And number one, Justice League. So yeah, tell me a little bit about some of the ones from your honorable mention because we had a hell of a time cutting these lists down. At least I did. Yeah. I mean, I think I had like 20 at at one point. So we had to get it down to six. What what didn't make your top six, but you still want to try to see? So first of all, February 10th is like a big date for movies for me because there's three out there that I want to see like immediately. Uh, One was John Wick 2 that we already talked about. The second one is Lego Batman, which I know you have feelings about. I have mixed feelings on it. I'm excited to see it. See, my nephew loves the Lego movies, and, he, and especially Lego Batman. And um, so I would love to see this with him. 
But you have a problem with the portrayal of Batman in Lego movies, do you not? No, I mean, I just thought he was kind of a douchebag. And it's yeah, like, I remember you telling me about this earlier. I want to get this out on the bike still. Let's go. I just thought he was kind of a D-bag in the <laughs> Lego movie. And it was funny, but I was like, I didn't think... I'm still going to watch it. I'm going to enjoy it. It's funny. It's 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 ironic, right? It's it's hipster. And that's it's fine. It's Lego movies have a certain sarcastic nature to all of their characters. I know. And I know you're a Batman purist. I'm not, purist, though. I'm and not. he should be cowardly. He's a little cowardly in the Lego movies, especially in the Lego movie, like the Lego movie. Yeah. But that's the way he's portrayed. It's I'm like excited it's, to see it. It's um, it's Will Arnett. If Will Arnett were Batman, that's how Batman would act. See, but I, I love Will Arnett, but I yeah. don't like Will Arnett as Batman. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a thing. It's just, that's why it's, it's funny. Something. Like how funny would Batman's not funny? So you can't have Batman in these Lego movies well, unless you make him funny. No, I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. Trust me, well, he gets way. it. Oh, I get it. So after you put the kids to bed after Lego Man, Lego Batman, what comes also comes out on February tenth. 50, 50 shades, shades darker. Dark. So what I'm thinking between you and me here, we have a triple threat, all right? Oh, yeah. A triple feature. See, we, we take my nephew to see Lego Batman in the morning, right? We take him home. So then, you know, we hit some lunch. We come back for the afternoon ass-kicking action of John Wick 2. Yes. And then late night hits. You get some dinner first. Get some dinner, candlelight. I'll wine you. I'll dine yeah, you. We're going to go somewhere fancy, you know, like Red Robin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, tell him to shut the light just a little bit. <laughs> like that candle. Yeah, like the candle at the Red Robin, you know? <laughs> dude i will i'm not lying i will watch this movie in the theater with you we just have to sit in separate rows yeah you gotta sit one but, over okay what's what's worse okay let me ask you what's yeah. worse you and me watching 50 shades together sitting next to each other yeah or us going by ourselves sitting alone like on different rows like it's like what is this guy in watching trench this coat. movie by himself in a trench coat. <laughs> you're like paul rubens yeah. in the theater here He's just like inspector gadget like, yeah, like, with a hat and what's everything. Worse? I think I'd rather just go with just you. Just go with it. Just you just gotta like just own it. You know that one theater that we can go to. We can get assigned seats. We'll get the recliners. Yeah. You know, yeah. does the armrest go down? <laughs> go up. The thing is, we could buy the handicap seats so we could really be alone. It's, you know, it's I'll like, bring a blanket. Yeah, like you're on one side of the handicap row, on the other side. It's like there's seats by themselves. So. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie to you. After we did that episode, I don't know what the number was. You have to look it back up. Uh, we did an episode on Fifty Shades of Grey. Kind of excited to see what happens. Yeah. Kind of want to know. Kind of want to know too. You know, that's I'd be lying if I said it did. I'll I'll go, man. I'm yeah. in. All right, so give me one of yours. What's on your mind there? Power Rangers. Go ah. go, Power Rangers. That was hard. That was a hard one to cut off my list, but I'm kind of excited for this. I the first Power Rangers movie is crap. Let's be let's be serious. The first movie or the the movie the, the entire show. Well, well, to you, you know, the entire show. But it's something that I grew up on yeah. watching Power Rangers, whether it was good or not, whether you liked it or not. I knew people that pretended to watch it just so they had something to talk about. Yeah, well, I, I see. I was not one of those people. I just flat out refused to watch it, and, and not that I I didn't like. I was Did I wasn't old, I wasn't old enough to know what's crap and what's not crap. So it's it wasn't trash. I wasn't poo pooing it. I just didn't dig it. And I did feel a little left out sometimes, but I didn't fake it either. I'll give you I'll give you an example. So the way that I've described this to somebody who said to me, hey, what's this movie all about? It's kind of like they're taking Transformers, uh-huh. like what the way Michael Bay, Michael Bay Transformers. He Michael Bay them. I think that it's sure. Michael Bay's not producing this, but yeah. it looked like um, they're basically trying to Michael Bay it. And it that's, looks cool. That's fine. It that's looks better. Cool. It's better than like sticking to the same formula. I mean, Brian I Cranston is Zordon. Like that's, that's kind of awesome. awesome. That's and awesome. The, the way that Zordon looks, it used to be the stupid, like crappy looking face in a tube. Sorry. I don't know if, um, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. now he looks like you ever see those toys at, um, at the toy store where it's like a bunch of pins and you stick your hand on it and it like 
raises the yeah, pins and the shapes. Yeah. That's what his whole face looks like. And All it's right. on like a big board. It looks awesome. I dig it. It looks All cool, right. man. So I'm excited for that one. Sure. Um, so what else? Do you, do you have anything else on your list that you want to talk about before uh, we move on? So lesser known movie. See, uh, I'm in the horror mood since uh, Resident Evil, play Resident Evil 7. Um, there's a movie called Get Out by Jordan Peele, directed by Jordan Peele, written and directed by Jordan Peele. The guy horror movie? Yeah, guy, the guy from Key and Peele. Okay. See, if, if you watch their skit show, like they do a lot of like really dark horror-based skits. So he wrote this horror movie about this black guy who's dating this white girl, and he goes to meet their family the first time, have dinner at their family, at their estate. It's, their rich, it's like an estate. So when he gets there, it's a lot of like racial tension, and he's thinking, okay. what's wrong with these people? These people are racist. Why is, why is my girlfriend's family racist? But it turns out that's like there's like more to it. There's a more sinister. It's more like um, I don't want to say alien, but it's kind of like something's wrong. Like they're you know trying I mean? to get him. Yeah, they're trying to get him, but it's not it's not so much a race thing as it is like like there's racial undertones like sure. throughout the movie. But it's more of like there's something wrong with the family. Okay, you know, and it turns into something more sinister than that. I'll have to check that one out. And actually, it actually it looks really interesting, and it's getting a lot of like rave reviews as far as like early screenings go and previews and whatnot. When does that so, one come out? Uh, February twenty fourth. Man, so we go like two weeks later after yeah. we have our triple triple threat. February is a good month for movies for me. This February, usually it's a crap fest. Yeah. That's where they put the crap out. But I got four already that I kind of interested in. I got what two got? more that I want to tell you about before we move on. Um, one that uh, another really Scott movie, Blade Runner twenty forty nine looks uh-huh. pretty awesome. Yes, I'm a huge Harrison Ford fan. I love the original. I actually read the book. The book uh, back in college was was awesome. Uh, the movie's not really anything like the book. It's kind of loosely based on it, but this movie looks awesome. It's got my boy Gosling in it again. Oh, is, um, he, the, is he the main? He's, he's like he's the, the guy. new Harrison. Yeah, Harrison's in it though. Yeah. It looks pretty awesome. Um, I just love the style of this movie. That Neo Tokyo. It's it's very cool looking. Just a really neat concept. It's a futuristic kind of society. Those kind of movies are up my alley. I love that. And uh, the other one that I wanted to mention, which you probably already could have guessed, was Wonder Woman. Kind of excited for this too. Oh, yeah. I'm normally normally I wasn't, but honestly, after seeing um, BVS, I was kind of excited for the way that they used Wonder Woman. I never really cared too much about the character, honestly. Uh, it just was never really on my radar outside of watching and reading some of the Justice League stuff growing up. But I'm actually kind of excited to see what they do for this movie. I hope it's good because it's kind of unique. I like Chris Pine; he's in it too. I'm excited for that. Uh, about Blade Runner, I watched it one time; was totally lost. I had no clue what's going on. It's really hard to get. It really is. I liked is. it. I liked it, but I saw it like, and I saw it like recently too. I saw it like the, less than 10 years ago. The theatrical or the director's Pretty cut? sure it was theatrical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the new one, I don't know if you know that your boy's in it, Jared Leto. Yeah, I forgot. Jared Leto is in this movie. Dude, I forgot. Even more reason for you to get your ass to the theater. Yeah, I love Jared Leto. And uh, one of your muscle bound boys, Batista. Batista's in Give this movie Batista too. Give me Batista all day, man. Yeah. He he was the best part of Guardians of the Galaxy. Batista man. bobbing people everywhere. Batista's man. awesome. He was like the only good part of Spectre. Like, and they basically wasted him. That was kind of just disappointing. Batista's awesome. He needs to be in more stuff. Yeah. When wrestlers act. Oh yeah. When wrestlers act. Speaking of wrestlers acting, I got one another wrestler movie. I'm gonna wrap this up real quick. Do real quick. Uh, here are the rest of my honorable mentions. Um, the Wall. Which is a lesser known movie. I think it's produced by Amazon. Actually, I don't know if it's an Amazon like exclusive or if it's coming out theater. Or I it's saw like a preview that, for it. uh, that City by the Sea one. Yeah, not sure. But Amazon uh, Studios is like a production company now. It's called The Wall, and it stars John Cena and this other guy. I don't care who the other guy is. Uh, they're snipers, and uh, they're they're in a conflict. They're in the desert. I don't know if it's Iraq, Afghanistan. Not sure. But um, Cena gets sniped right, and he's on the ground. He's alive. Bullet goes through, but he can't move, or else like the guy will shoot him again, and he'll be dead. And he's communicating with a guy who hides behind a wall and they got to figure out how to get out of the situation. 
and um, that's the whole movie. It's like phone booth or you know I any movie booth. Yeah, where a movie where it, uh, the whole movie takes place in one location. That's What's it. that movie Ryan Reynolds where he was in the coffin the whole time? Where he, where he was buried? Yeah, bur- it's, called, <laughs> it's called buried. I like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great movie. Yeah, so it's like that one central location. The, the the camera barely moves. Just quick cuts between the guy and Cena. That's like it, and it's like so simple that it's it looks pretty awesome actually. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for that one too. I, I remember seeing the um the the trailer for it. it looks yeah. really good. Another movie is Life. Not the Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence life, which is one of my favorite great movie. comedy movies of all time. Life starring uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds. Space movie. It's admittedly a space movie. Are you? So I have, I've got to tell you, I haven't seen the trailer for this, so yeah. I wouldn't have known unless you told me, but yeah. you are breaking your rules, Space buddy. movie. They're on a space station. Come to find out, they, they discover life on Mars. Everything's great until everything's not great because life on Mars turns out to be not so great. A lot of sinister who, activities who start happening. Who could have thought that one? So space movies up my alley. This one seems to be up my alley. So you you broke your rule twice here too because you were talking about how great Interstellar was, and I still argue that's a but space movie. See, no, you see, as long as if you're not, I don't like people fighting battles in space. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're getting we're getting to the bottom of it, fo- yes. folks. Yeah, we're so getting to the bottom of this. If one. you're doing space exploration, if it's a NASA thing, I'm yeah. all for it. So you like Star Trek? No, they're not really battling. Oh, they're, they're battling, exploring. Yeah, they're the, trekking the stars, fighting people. They're not teleporting. Always. They're using phaser guns. <laughs> Come on now. All right, all right. So we're getting to the bottom of yeah. uh, Badway's dislike for space movies. Yeah. So, but Life is a good one. I'll have to check uh, that one out. That comes out March twenty fourth. That looks pretty awesome. Now that could be really cheesy. I don't know, but it's got two good actors. I'm. A, I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal is. Uh, he's on the way up too, man. After yeah. after Nightcrawler, he's been awesome. Everything he's in is great. Uh, quickly, uh, we haven't talked much about comedies. There's a movie called The House coming out. Will Ferrell trying to make a comeback here. Uh, Ferrell and Polar play, uh, I believe, a husband and wife. I like Amy Polar. And, and they uh, and they start a, a gambling ring in the basement of their house. It's called The House. The movie's called The House. It's oh, like I The House that. always wins. I don't know the circumstances around it. It just seems like a funny movie. There's no real trailer for it yet. That comes out in the summer. Friday 13th on October 13th. So I asked you Let's this watch it. before this started. Yeah. Is this a reboot? Is it just another one? I think it's just another one because what uh, my theory is when Friday the Thirteenth falls on in October, which is probably once every four years. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a calendar guy. Calendarian. Cal- calendarian. So, You're not a historian. Yeah. So if it falls in October, you have to make a Friday the Thirteenth. It's like you have to, right? So oh, that yeah. one, I'll, I'll definitely watch that. If not in the theater, then uh, on on demand. And finally, it it in September. I don't know if I can watch this one. It man. looks freaking more freaky than the original. That original tell you what. looked like it would scare the shit out of yeah. me. I haven't even watched it. It just looks so, so the movie so is creepy. just a the movie is basically uh, like, just an, an, another being that feeds on the fears of children, and it happens to manifest itself as a clown in most cases. Dude, that movie looks. I don't know. The original looks a lot, scary. Of, a lot of nope. Yeah, a lot of nope. Lots of nope. A lot of nope. So before we did the show, I put a call out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of our stuff, and I just kind of asked what other people were excited about. So let me give you a couple that we got. Thanks to everybody that wrote in. First one what was on Twitter was JJ. He mentioned Ghost in the Shell and John Wick 2. Are you excited for Ghost in the, Ghost in the Shell? I have no experience with it. I know what it is. I saw is the it, anime. Is it Japanese it's, anime? It's, it's but pretty I, awesome. I don't really have... Is it live action? ScarJo. She's in it. Uh, all right, it's, it's been a very... Uh, Give it a shot. It, it's been a... <laughs> you should have seen his face light up when I said this, guys. Uh, but no, it's it's got a little bit of controversy around the fact that the character is Asian and she is not Asian. 
So, Can't give the Asian actors any love, man. It's kind of like the Matt Damon thing where he was in the yeah. Great Wall of China. The Last Samurai starring Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that makes sense because he's supposed to be a Civil War guy. Yeah, I know, I know. But um, anyway, so then Joe, a, a Joe friend and listener of the podcast writes in, he says, Spider-Man Homecoming, I didn't mention that one, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Power Rangers, Kingsman, The Golden Circle, first one's really critically acclaimed, Thor Ragnarok, Justice League, and Logan. Uh, I you have not seen Kingsman, right? No, I haven't, but I've heard it's really. I good. I saw that it's pretty good. Um, it's kind of like almost James Bondian in a way, yeah, like a James Bond origin, if you will, in a way. Colin Firth is in that too, it, right? It was all right for the most part, yeah. But there's a scene in a church. There's like a murder scene at a church where it's like a shootout, and it's like the shootout of all shootouts. It's one of the most amazing, amazingly shot, amazingly choreographed fight scenes. Is it I've all seen. like tracking shot, like one shot. Yeah, it, 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 I, I can't awesome. remember. I can't remember fully if it's a tracking shot or not, like one take or not. But it was one of the most well choreographed scenes, fight scenes I've seen in a long time. That was on HBO for the longest time, and I just didn't get a chance to catch yeah. it. But it's always been on my list. Like maybe so. you could watch it on YouTube if you just watch that scene. It's it's amazing, just that scene alone. I'll have to check it out. Um, and then lastly, Chris, um, friend and and uh, listener of the podcast, Chris M, uh, Power Rangers. Again, I love yeah. Power Rangers. Exciting, man. Hey, uh, before we move on, our, our friend Chris, who uh, gives us lots of love on Twitter, you tell me he has a new podcast out? Yes, and it's awesome. Um, What's it called so real quick? It's called Music of the Mat, and I want to I give a shout out to Chris because I listened to it today, and it was awesome. Um, basically, it's very unique. It's you know basically wrestling music, and he's, an- he's analyzing uh, with his co-host the theme songs for different wrestlers, and the first episode is really good. I'll put a link to it um, on Twitter for everybody and uh, our Facebook page. Check it out give it a listen. I really enjoyed listening to it. It was, it was really, really awesome. I've never heard anything like that. Yeah. I love music. I don't follow the storylines in wrestling as much, but I can follow the theme songs and stuff. So it's really cool. It's something I can listen to without having to do a lot of homework. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. All right, great. Cheap, cheap plug for Chris. That sounds like a <laughs> podcast he made specifically for me. That, so that I'm, I'm definitely listening to it. So Everybody I'll, go check yeah, it out. It's gonna, pretty awesome. I'm definitely going to check it out. I'm glad you told me about it. We got some Facebook love too. Friend of the podcast, Julio. And also friend of real friend life, of life, I guess. Life friend. Uh, he's up for Power Rangers, big time. Guards of the Galaxy and Star Wars. So this guy's superheroes of space movies. So I, I, wrote, I, wrote, <laughs> I wrote Power Rangers in there, but actually he he's not. I, I just left it there. Oh, you, oh you're ripping him. He kind of okay. made a joke about Power Rangers, so I just left it. All right. And uh, our friend Paul writes, it's about time we get an R-rated Wolverine movie in this place. Starring Paul. So, <laughs> yeah. And our friend Paul, he's notorious for dressing as... Wolverine for Halloween, and he looks kind of just like him. It's pretty awesome, Paul. We'll we'll ask Paul if we're allowed to share a picture, but yeah. <laughs> I'll put it on our Instagram page if if Paul lets us. Paul Paul is the king of Halloween spandex. Paul has some amazing Halloween costumes. I'm pretty <laughs> excited for this Halloween. We'll we'll start sharing some of our old ones. And uh, I'm not on Instagram because I'm an old man. So what's on Instagram as far as our listeners? We got a couple movies in. a couple folks writing in on Instagram. Chris O says Power Rangers. It's not even close. Then John Wick two, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Our friend Sea Pickles. Um, oh, the diabolical Sea Pickles. The villain Sea Pickles of our fantasy league says Star Wars Episode 8. And our friend Jesse says uh, Baywatch, <laughs> The Rock, <laughs> a.k.a. People's Eyebrow, Zephron Abs, Slow Mo Jogging, Cheesy Crime Fighting. What more could one ask for? Does Jesse exist or did you just write that? No, no, no. This was real Jesse. Yeah, no. Okay. Well said, Jesse. So we're almost out of time, Drew. So I'm gonna we're going to go through this plot fiction really quick. What I've... What I've created for you is a plot fiction where we're going to take Oscar movies, the actual literal Oscar nominations. Uh, there were nine of them. I did seven because I believe there's two that you already know the plots who okay. possibly have already seen. So I'm going to give you the quick plot synopsis of the real movie. And I made a fake one as well. Totally realistic. And I'm going to see how well you know Oscar movies. These are well-known movies, Drew. 
You should be ashamed of yourself. It, you don't know them. Well, it is like 2 a.m. and I haven't yeah. seen anything. So, you know, actually, it's I don't like care. 3 a.m. These are such well known and great movies. You should know these damn plots. I don't true. know anything right if now. If you don't get more than 50%, you owe me a candlelight steak dinner at a fancy restaurant, Red Lobster, prior to with watching the biscuits 50 Shades and the, Caesar, and the Caesar salad, <laughs> and 50 Shades Darker, and the, and the lava cake cookie. Oh, yeah. Well, we can do that. Yeah. We can do so, the lava if you cookie. don't get at least 50%. All right. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna psych myself out here, but yeah. I'm ready. So again, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a real one and a fake one. You have to tell me which one's real, which one's fake. All right, I'm in. So I left out the arrival and Hell or High Water because I know you know the I've plots seen, of those. I've two. seen Hell yeah. or High Water, so so I'm gonna go with the rest. A lot of them more popular than others. These movies. I know you think you know what they look are, but I don't think you know them that well. I got my differences. Get my, getting my pen out. That way. Right. This is how serious I am about this. So cue the music, if you please. La La Land. Pretty easy, right? Is it A, La La Land, starring Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, story of a musician and an aspiring actress who meet and fall in love in Los Angeles? Pretty simple. Or, La La Land is the story of Lala and Landon, who take their infectious love of music and spread it throughout 1948 Los Angeles. Dude, this is... So I know nothing about this other than it's a musical. (laughs) I honestly haven't seen it. That's really hard. This is a five-second test here. There's Dude. no time to just tell me what you're thinking real All quick right. and then go for it. I'm going for the first one. It's it's the, the first option. The I don't first, remember. The first one is correct. All right. All right. Musician and aspiring actress meet and fall in love. See, Lala and Landon gave it away. Like, I don't... Yeah, I, Landon? <laughs> Who's named Lala? What is this, the real world? Yeah. Lala, Lala, <laughs> Lala is an MTV VJ and Landon is a real world Landon contestant. Landon and MJ, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, so, man. Yeah, number one. I'm going with number one. Total it's, giveaway. Right. That's why I thought it'd be ridiculous. Get you warmed up. Landon, what is this, the real world? Yeah. <laughs> They're both MTV personalities. Get out of here. All right. All right. Hidden Figures. This work gets harder. See, I heard of this one, but I have no idea what the hell Not it is. Not Hidden Fences, <laughs> as uh, the Golden Globes fiasco. Is it A, the incredible untold story of three brilliant African-American women working at NASA who were integral in turning around the space race with Russia in 1952. Or, the incredible untold story of three brilliant African-American women working in the CIA who went deep undercover in 1957 during the Korean War. Dude, I, Hidden figures. I have no idea. CIA or NASA? I space honestly race feel, or Korean War? I feel ashamed that I don't know the answer <laughs> to this. This is really bad. Very famous movie. I'm co-hosting a movie podcast and I don't know Oscar movies. This guy just had a kid. He has no clue I'm what's going say, on in the outside I'm world. Gonna say, I'm going to say it's um, the second one, the CIA one. CIA. CIA Korean War. In. You are incorrect. Damn it. And you need to go back to black history culture. We, we God. Here. I, to be it's honest, coming up February. Can I be perfectly honest yeah. i didn't know either until i looked it up so. I, dude i honestly had no idea i've heard of the movie i knew the joke on twitter about hidden fences, hidden fences yeah but i didn't i didn't know this one existed so. all right i didn't either but you got it wrong i'm the one asking the questions so you, you take the fall ready for number three number three fences right. denzel washington is it a an elderly man attempts to right all the wrongs in his life before his time is up on earth I'm just laughing about hidden fences. Hidden fences. <laughs> Can you read that again? Is it A, an elderly man attempts to right all the wrongs in his life before his time is up on earth? Okay. Or is it B, a working class African-American father tries to raise his family in the 1950s while bitterly coming to terms with the events of his life? Ah, uh, God. Uh, two. B. B is correct. All right. 
I, that's a guess too, but I, it class, sounded more real. American father tries to raise his family in the fifties, bitterly coming to terms with the events of his life. He's a baseball player before, like um, before basically, I, I believe integration with the yeah. Negro leagues. So he he retired before it became like a money making thing to play baseball. So he kind of like missed the boat, and then his son is about to get a scholarship for uh, college. And he's kind of like putting him down a little bit because he's kind of like jealous of him in a certain way. That sounds. I like Denzel and everything. Yeah. So and I'm, there's I'm like there's excited. symbolism with building a fence going on along, and the movie spans through like decades too. So it's it's supposed to be really good. It looks good. I mean, yeah. based on what you're saying, it's supposed to be a world class acting uh, tour de force by Denzel. So Denzel is amazing in everything. I can't so wait I'm to see definitely, it. I'll watch it. I'll add it to my list here. So I'm I'm two for three. Yeah, lion. Is it a? A five-year-old gets lost on a train which takes him thousands of miles across India, away from home and family. 25 years later, armed with only a handful of memories, he sets out to find his lost family and finally return to his first home. Lion. Or, a five-year-old from Portland, Maine, gets separated from his mother in LAX airport in 1989. With no money and limited knowledge of his home address, the boy must take an incredible journey home, meeting many surprising helpers along the way. Lion. So what I can tell you about this is I know Dev Patel's in it, but yes, I have honestly, dude, I I'm so uncultured right now. I haven't <laughs> seen any of these. Uh, I'm gonna say it's the first one. The, it's the first the train. one. See, because I went see, I went with the train across India, but I thought maybe it's like maybe Dev like stepped out of India and like did the Hollywood thing. No, you're right. Okay, I'm good. You are correct. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. So what am I? Uh, three for four. Three for four, and I like I desperately want to see this movie. I, I didn't really know much about it. This reminds me of the time where I didn't see Life of Pi, and life then I Pi did see amazing. Life of Pi, and it changed my life. Dude, you know what so. else changed my life? Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. I love that movie. Slumdog Millionaire as well, definitely. I love that movie. I love Life of Pi. I this is, is Dev Patel like one of the top five actors in, in the world right now. He's awesome. Is he? Is he quietly? He's un. He's unconsidered actor. He's unconsidered, yeah, he's but he's totally great. underrated. Oh yeah, he's awesome. All right, Moonlight. You ready for Moonlight? I've heard. This of is these. getting all of the rave reviews. Possible odds on favor to win the Oscars. Do you know what it's about? No, but I recognize the name and I... <laughs> this is really embarrassing right now. You're really like... <laughs> Getting you. Putting me out on display. Moonlight chronicles the life of a young black man from childhood to adulthood as he struggles to find his place in the world while growing up in a rough neighborhood of Miami. Moonlight. Or is Moonlight... Moonlight chronicles a single mother's struggle to raise her three children while keeping her low-paying desk job by day and thriving as a prostitute by night. Moonlight. <laughs> I think it's A. I don't think it's B. No prostitute. It could easily be B, Drew. Are you sure? I think it's A. You are correct. All right. <laughs> I didn't know if they... That if, could be an Oscar but movie. But can prostitutes win an Oscar? Yeah. I don't know. I guess... Uh, what was the movie? Jared Leto did it. But that that wasn't him. He was supporting actor where he was... Um, he was not a prostitute, Drew. I thought he was. I don't know. Was he? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see it. <laughs> Dallas Buyers Club, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. Okay. I can't remember if he was a prostitute. Or I not. thought he was. I, maybe he was. I forget. I don't know. <laughs> I forget. See, I'm, I'm too busy watching Batman versus Superman. I'm not, I'm not culturing myself. I'm watching Batman versus Superman and Steven Seagal movies. It's <laughs> <laughs> priorities, man. This is it's a full time job for this podcast. Hey, here. man. I'm right with there with you. I didn't know a lot of these plots either until I actually did this game. I wrote these up. So all right. I actually this is this movie sounds like right up my alley. This is our way. Oscar. Prep. This is. This is like my movie. I'm going to go watch this movie as soon as I get home. Moonlight? Yeah. Yeah. Manchester by the Sea. You've heard about it. Heard the reviews. Very sad. 
but do you know it? I'm, I think I know this one, right. so we'll see. A man returns home after 20 years away to attend the funeral of his father. Along the way, he must answer for the sins of his past. Or, Manchester by the Sea. An uncle is asked to take care of his teenage nephew after the boy's father dies. I know this one. It's B. <laughs> you I, are correct. All right. See, this is a little cheap because I knew that one. You knew that one? Okay. Should I haven't I seen it. Top? I haven't seen it, but I did know. I do know that one because that's getting a lot of buzz. Oh, yeah. That's getting a lot of buzz. That is like the, uh, see, I, I believe that Casey Affleck is the favorite to win, like, on, if you go on, like, Vegas odds. But I guarantee you Denzel's winning the Oscar. But he's the favorite right now. Odds yeah, I, so a friend of mine, um, Andrew, he listens to this show. He told me that he watched this movie, and he said it's the type of movie he watched it once, and he has no interest in seeing it again because it's that, like, it's like that moving it's and an emotional. emotional whirlwind. And right? I, it's, that sounds up my yeah. alley, too. Like, I yeah. pretty much want to watch every movie that you described here. Yeah. All these Oscar movies, are, are they're definitely worth it, Like the, I feel. It's like, all, usually when I get Oscar movies, there's like half or like I really, like, but even that ones I'd never heard of before, yeah. they're like, I really want to see this. The other half are like crap. The artist, right? Like, that was like a thing that just wasn't up our alley, right? Yeah, but um, this one, even even the artist, like not even the artist, even La La Land, <laughs> even the artist, even La La Land. I'm not a musical guy. I still kind of want to see it because yeah. it looks like visually stunning. You know, whatever. I like musicals. I don't want to see if Gosling could pull off the same thing. But I have I have uh, a gripe though. How come every time you make a different type of movie like this, it gets nominated for an Oscar? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's like... Silent some, movie, black and white movie. Because there's uh, only like one of musical. them. Musical. If it's a musical, you're getting nominated. Oh, there's Moulin Rouge or there's Chicago. Oh, win the Oscar, Chicago. You I think made it's, a musical. I think it's because of the difficulty that goes into making it. It's a different level of difficulty, but it's yeah. like if it's the best of its kind between the songs and the choreography, like I think that's what the elevates it. I mean, <laughs> there could be a crappy musical. Maybe it doesn't get elevated, yeah. but <laughs> maybe because there's not a lot of them, it, it stands out more than... Oh hey, here's another depressing movie about a guy who lost his kid. Like, yeah. how good is it compared to that movie that lost his kid? You know what I mean? Right, right. I get you. I don't know. Yeah. That's my theory. Yeah. South Park made a musical back in you know the late nineties. That should have been nominated. <laughs> it was, was a legit maybe, genius story. Maybe yeah, they for an swore Emmy. a lot, but won the Oscar. for an Emmy. They won the Oscar for best song though. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the movie. Oh, I thought you meant the yeah. the TV when they they did the musical episodes. All right, what's your score? I got one left. I think I'm at five five out of six, right? You got five out of six, right? I think so. Damn it. We'll have to go back, uh, referee <laughs> booth review. <laughs> no, you do. You son of a bitch. It's already won the game. I mean, I uh, beat the game. We'll just play play for fun here. <laughs> Hacksaw Ridge. Story of a World War II American army medic who served during the Battle of Okinawa, refuses to kill people, and becomes the first man in American history to receive the Medal of Honor without firing a shot. Or... Story of a World War II American Army soldier who was the lone survivor of his platoon and survived 47 days AWOL stranded in Okinawa. Not going to lie to you. I know the answer to this one. You know, you cheating? Because you're my cheating. grandfather is a World War II vet and yeah. he told me about it. Um, ah. It's a. It's, it's a true story. Medic. I didn't even know it's a true story. Yeah. So my uh, my grandfather watched this movie and he said it was amazing. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. He was uh, in the Pacific. So when I visited him recently, he was telling me about how awesome this movie was. My brother saw it too. He said it was amazing. So it's, I, I sounds really awesome. So it's a Mel Gibson movie too. Yes, Mel Gibson. Uh, he's kind of back on top now after people can forgot. You, all can the... you imagine Mel Gibson accepting like an award for best director? He's or, gonna go on a rant, or even best picture here. You know, can you imagine <laughs> how I quick re- the hook's gonna be? All I remember for him, all I remember for him is those like stupid phone calls and the voicemails. Yeah. You bitch. <laughs> <Where> he's like, <laughs> and he's like breathing yeah. into the microphone. Oh god. <laughs> 
I can't believe that. And so, he's back. So people forget. You do not owe me a candlelight steak dinner at a classic restaurant like Red Lobster. You uh, successfully completed Oscar plot fiction. Six out of seven, man. I wouldn't be proud if I were you. I'm I proud. would be relieved. I'm proud. I would be relieved if I were you. I'm proud. You did a good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm proud and relieved. But I don't think anyone else is proud of you. No, nobody else. Because because they're like, oh, those were softballs. He, he softballs, got it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Got easy. But you were sweating for a bit. There. I was a little bit. You but started you, with the harder ones actually first. Yeah, but you got me. I got caught. I got caught there. I got this is the first time. I, I, maybe this is only the first or second time I, I got put in my place. Good to, big time. I so. appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> It's a good game. I like doing these games. We'll bring them back again. But before we get out of here, we got a, a couple of emails this week. So Lee, who requested Hard to Kill, along with a couple other folks that re- requested Hard to Kill, he said, hey guys, thanks for the Hard to Kill episode. It was epic. Made me laugh so much. And he gave a couple of tips here. And the one that he said was, I heard somewhere that another title for the film was going to be called Seven Year Storm. Oh. Would, would you like that better, by the way? I do like Seven Year Storm. I, I still can't get over the fact that his son name was his son's name was Sunny <laughs> Sunny Storm. Sunny Storm. I still can't get over that. <laughs> the thing I think that they tried to do with all those movies is they tried to say Steven Seagal is, and then it's the movie title. Oh, yeah, I love that. So that's, they can't say Steven Seagal is yeah. Seven Year Storm. Yeah, you know? he is a Seven Year Storm. Yeah, it could be. It should be Seven Year Coma. <laughs> he survived a Seven Year Storm. <laughs> and then we got a couple of people writing into Twitter. I just want to give a shout out to Chris and Lindsay who wrote in and gave us some of their nostalgia movies and some of their scary movies. So I'll quickly hit hit you up with these. Tell me what you think about some of these. Chris writes in, I'll give you his nostalgia movies first. He says, number one, Last Action Hero. Number two, Short Circuit. Number three, Small Soldiers. Number four, Toys. And number five, Never Ending Story. Last Action Hero, Short Circuit are two of my favorites of all time. I, I Those lists match up very well with ours here. And then he gives you top five childhood scary movies. Number one, The Leprechaun, Two Six Cents, Three Child's Play, Four Gremlins, and Five Controversial, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. If you see it at the wrong time, I guess you're right. That I scene see where they're in the tunnel yeah. and he's like going creepy or the kid turning into the yeah. big blueberry. I, I agree with this child's play. I would my, my fear of Chucky was well documented. But also The Leprechaun, the scene where he like makes a pot of gold appear in the guy's stomach. Ugh, this is just awful. I've never seen The Leprechaun in my life. Stupid, scary movie. So, and then we, get, we got a, a list from Lindsay here on both. So Lindsay's nostalgia is number one, The Goonies, number two, Sandlot, number three, American Tale, four, Land Before Time, five, Surf Ninjas. We should have a buzzer go off anytime someone mentioned Surf Ninjas. Yeah, Surf Ninjas That's is, awesome. we, I know we don't yeah. typically do straight comedies on the show, but I do feel that a Surf Ninjas episode is overdue here, Bad Way. Oh, yeah. If you guys agree, write in, let us know. I'll give you the top five childhood scary movies that she wrote in. One, Ernest Scared Stupid. Two, oh, People yeah. Under the Stairs. I don't think I've ever seen that oh, one. Oh, that, that movie sucks. It's so scary. I've it never sucks. seen it. Yeah. Don't watch it. Three, Dolly Dearest. That sounds like it could be really creepy. I don't want to, I don't want to know. Four, Blair Witch. Yeah. Five, The Burbs. I love The Burbs. Yeah, The Burbs is good Burbs is an amazing yeah. movie. But if you see that at the wrong time, that could creep you out. Too. Oh, it's definitely creepy, but I like it. So I love when people give us these lists. It's awesome. We did ours a few episodes back. I'll link to them in the show notes, but we have our nostalgia movies out there and our top five scary movies that kind of scare the crap out of us growing up. If you guys <laughs> want to share your list with us, our email is the last row podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet them at us. That's what these guys did at the last row pod. Put them on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the last row pod. And if you haven't had a chance to do so, like we mentioned at the top of the show, shoot us an iTunes review. We're at 43 right now. We're seven away from the split, as Bowie mentioned. I don't know if he's going to be able to do a split anytime soon. His back is continuing to kill him. So uh, leave us an iTunes review. Let us know what you like about the show. And, um, you know, thanks to everybody that left one so far. 
So I think that about does it for us, Batway. I think we probably talked for three hours. It's now 5 a.m. Yeah, the, uh, the pills are kicking in big time. We'll, we'll see you guys. We'll Ooh. see you guys next week. <laughs> I, should, I should do every episode on medication. It'd be great. <laughs> I'm going to see how far it is before you're actually laying on the floor. I, mean, I, I already don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So I'm going to get you a lab mic so you just attach it to your shirt. I feel like this entire episode.